Welcome to What's Wrong with Wolfie. What's Wrong With Wolfie, a retro podcast dedicated to the pop culture of the 80s, 90s and zeros. My name is Jason. And I'm Rich. I'm Chris. And I'm Steve. We've been playing it safe up until now, but the real fun starts as we have a spoiler-filled discussion about the 1993 Jackie Chan film City Hunter. On the world's most luxurious ocean liner, this city's most evil mastermind is planning a little surprise party. Who can stop this titanic disaster? Meet Hunter. City Hunter. Super detective and crime buster extraordinaire. He's cool. He's fast. He's smooth. He's a street fighter with all the moves. And right now, he's the world's hungriest action hero. The question is not whether he can crack this case and save the world one more time. The question is, can he do it in time for lunch? hit Japanese animation series and starring the number one action superstar on the planet. Jackie Chan, City Hunter. Uh, while searching for the daughter of a Japanese publishing magnate, private investigator Ryo? Ryo? This is not the greatest film for me to be doing my own pronunciations, but here we go. <laughs> Private investigator Ryo Saber and his assistant Carol. <laughs> Car- Carol would do. Yeah. Uh, assistant Carrie, Carol, Carol, whatever K. So uh, from now on, from from this point onwards in the podcast, I shall be associating Ryo with R and his assistant as K. Thank you very much. <laughs> I caught up in the middle of a cruise liner hijacking. It's up to R to save the day, but can he do it on an empty stomach? Uh, boys, uh, I was quite excited when I suggest this is my fault. So I was quite excited <laughs> to look at this film and watch it and feature it on the podcast for one reason only, and that was because of the Street Fighter Two scene that's involved in this film. And I thought it looked fun. I never seen a Street Fighter depiction like it, and it was something I really wanted to discuss. So covering the whole film. On the podcast, I thought it was just gonna was was a great idea to be honest. I thought this is this is great. I, I really 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 think this is gonna work. And I think um, I think I may have got got it a bit wrong in in some cases. But you know, we'll we'll delve into the reasons why and your opinions on this film. I don't know if anyone actually wants to go first. <laughs> 
I mean, well, I, I'll I'll say I don't remember any of the characters' names anyway, so no. you're doing better than I am, okay. Jason. That's only because um, I've written it down. The, <laughs> the main character's name, as far as I can tell, is called City Hunter. Um, <laughs> That'll do. I, 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 I had no idea that this film existed before you mentioned it, J- Jason. Um, I watched it today, and boy, it's a real piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> boy, howdy. Okay. All right, Steve. Come on, as you're kicking in, mate. Come on, tell us. Tell us why do you think it's a piece of shit? Oh, uh, um, so I looked up some facts about this film. Uh, Jackie Chan considers it his worst film. Where so you know he's correct about that. Uh, it's it's insufferable. It's painful to watch, and it's it's not entirely without merit. I think there's some good stunts and some imaginative action scenes in there, but it's the entire thing is just maggoty with cartoon sound effects and a Looney Tune soundtrack <laughs> and barely comprehensible scenes and characters. Uh, it's Apparently it's based on an anime that I've never seen, but I feel like watching the anime wouldn't have helped. It's, it's, definitely like why would you why would you adapt an anime into live action but try and make it an anime but in live action Mm. i don't know why you would do that but it doesn't work and i think everybody involved in the production of this bar chaki chan should have been arrested (laughs) and tried at the hague (laughs) i was literally about to say the hague as always my go-to so you beat me to it like some of the like that final fight at the end you put it on mute it's pretty good. It's not bad, uh, but it, you have to if you have to listen to it at the same time. It's just it's interminable. Oh yeah, there we go. Uh, someone else go now. <laughs> okay. Uh, much like Steve, hadn't heard of this. I didn't know of the manga or the anime. Didn't know Jackie Chan had this on this filmography. It was quite interesting seeing a, a Hong Kong adaptation of a, a Japanese franchise IP, whatever you want to call it, and. Going into this, I kind of have a bit of a hit-miss relationship with uh, Hong Kong films in a way because I always find that they will lean on to they will lean on to comedy quite a lot to the point that it kind of just takes away from the film. I mean, I'm a big fan of some of the Michelle Yeoh films, uh, some of the Stephen Chow stuff, but like it's always this comedy that's there, and it's not like comedy comedy in a form of like oh you know a little bit of levity. It's like overbearing it takes away from the actual tone seriousness story and it's just goofy and this film obviously just took the piss like and i get it obviously it was trying to adapt an actual piece of source material i can only assume the manga is like this it's very comedic very cartoony tongue-in-cheek i mean if it's on the printed page it kind of has to be and i kind of applaud in a way the way this film tried to capture it like with some of the way the shots were framed the, the colour palette, not so much the cartoon sound effects, but some of the way they actually shot it, the visually, it kind of tried to convey a comic book. But it didn't work because it was so cheap with bad sets, bad acting. I think most of the performances probably were in English, but then dubbed in Cantonese. I can't tell. It just, the whole thing just felt awkward and off and weird and just a terrible, terrible production. I'm not surprised Jackie Chan is, a, is quite embarrassed by this. I mean... I knew what kind of film I was going to be walking into when within the first two minutes I was like, oh great, it's a really, really quite a rapey film. Uh, 
Oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Like, yeah. The opening was just talking about how oh. his friend or his partner died and he yeah. basically inherited like their daughter and he's like, you know, this whole thing about how he won't seduce her. And it's like she's like seven. Like and then oh yeah, she's old now. She's he promised she's blossomed. Not to seduce she's her. blossomed. Yeah, he promised. And it's like, oh do I or don't I? It's like oh no. And I know there's always this argument that like you could maybe say oh, it's a cultural thing, but mo- mostly it's, oh yeah, it's of the time. It's 1993, for God's sake. It's not, you know, British TV in the 70s, you know. It's uh, it's not really that long ago, and it's incredibly noncy, incredibly misogynistic. <laughs> yeah, I, I absolutely hated this film with passion um <laughs> there were some nice little things in it i mean we'll get to the street fire thing later i think honestly yeah. the guy that played played ken is a much better version of an on-screen live action ken than what we got in the uh 1994 film ken's always been my favorite in street fights and i was like it still looks pretty fucking cool i'm not gonna lie he looked kind of cool mm. but the scene was still garbage and yeah again there's just so much misogyny it's a bit of homophobia in it as well, with the whole like you know, oh look, one of the terrorists is kind of like, gay, and it's like, and also the terrorist is like, he gay? Like, yeah, like not only is he gay, rich, he's so gay that he beats a woman who oh, comes yeah, up well, to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Repeated no. shots of women getting punched in the gut and the head. It's yeah. like, oh, so let's laugh a minute, seriously. And um, and also all the terrorists, like they all the terrorists dress like they work for Royal Mail as well. It's really weird. That was one of my takeaways. <laughs> so that's just me, but. Yeah, just not a good film, um, even by Hong Kong cinema standards. Again, which I say is kind of love hate for me. Yeah, I fucking hated this film. So, go on, Chris, <laughs> your turn. So, yeah, go on, Chris. <sighs> to, to say that I had my first ever hot fuzz watching Romeo and Juliet moment in this film <laughs> um, is an understatement. I didn't know what I was walking into. Um, I'd never heard of it, like you guys. I wasn't familiar with the source material at all. Now, I like my martial arts movies. They're disposable fun. This wasn't either. <laughs> it was disposable. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I I was struggling with this film. Again, like you guys have pointed out, the homophobia, the misogynistic tendencies, the god-awful acting. Even, like Steve pointed out, you can mute the film and just watch the visuals. And some of them are right. The fight scenes, the stunts, great. But the film, I just, I was watching it and I just, just couldn't get my head around what I was actually processing. <laughs> um, but I just, it was awful. It was just so bad. And um, <laughs> it sounds like you're still processing it right now. You know, and you saw it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Are you, yeah, it's, are you okay, was, Chris? Are you all right? Yeah. Same, you know. <laughs> no, I, it was just. I don't know, man. I don't know, guys. It's uh, <laughs> um, and where did they find? I think the you t- broke Chris, Jason. You broke Chris. I know, I think, right? I think, well that's, what, I think that's what's yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, he can't put a thought together, can he? <laughs> Chris, Chris, you're in a safe place. We all have yeah. the same experience. <laughs> Talking will help. That's yeah, all I'm we're, saying. We're here for you. So it was just so problematic. It hurts as a viewer. Um. <laughs> but notwithstanding the Street Fighter scene, which I believe I must have seen before because it seemed ever so familiar when it when it came up on the film. Oh. Maybe I've seen clips somewhere. I I I don't know, or maybe it's just I just don't know. Just the 
and the, the the two porn stars that they got to play the muscle men in this film is just like what the hell is going on? <laughs> just like, I don't know. I I honestly don't know. It was slapstick to a point where I was embarrassed for Jackie Chan as a performer and a very accomplished martial arts professional. I was quite embarrassed that some of the things he was doing. But then it's early in his career. He'd In a few years, he'd be doing Rush Hour and learning Eng- English on set while doing that. And it's crazy to see this in just such quick succession to go this- from this to what we now know as... Was that so rich? No, I was just going to say, this must have come... Surely this came after at least some of the police story films he did. Surely. Because Police Story was Film, like police stories filmed were... alongside Police Story, I believe. Oh, they were. Wow. Same okay. time. Yeah. So we know what he put his energy into then. It certainly wasn't this. So. <laughs> yeah, I was just, Jackie, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> like, and then to have the, the balls and the audacity to put a Bruce Lee film on in a cruise ship's um, theatre. I was just yeah. like, how, how can you put a Bruce Lee film on within this film? <laughs> I did, try and call I did it like I did like his reaction. That kind of callback. Yeah. When she's like, oh, he's great. handsome, and he's like, oh, oh, and then she you know, says, oh, no, him on the screen, and he kind of does that real, like, disgusted eye roll and shrug. I was like, yeah, that was kind of good. <laughs> yeah. That was a credit to Jackie, I guess, but they got a little bit of a laugh at me, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that was City Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there's Chris's... Um, it had good bits, thoughts. don't get me wrong. Yeah. The end credits. Just not all of it. <laughs> yeah, the end credits. <laughs> oh. anyway. Well, for me, with City Hunter... Like, I am not the most experienced with martial art films from Hong Kong, you know, or from anywhere, really. I've never really delved deep into them. I've always played it safe and just watched Hollywood or British films. It's my history. And I guess thinking about it a bit more and why I, uh, I suggested to cover this film as well was, was for that reason as well. You know, I want to explore film more than I have in the past. And this is an area that is a bit grey for me. So... Where I mentioned before about the Street Fighter scene, I'd seen that before, clips on YouTube. Um, so putting those two bits together, I thought this might be quite a good experiment for me personally, I guess, to, to broaden my horizons in film, watch a bit of early Jackie Chan, a bit of Hong Kong martial arts and all this and that. And maybe it might be a bit of fun as well to, to just to watch and see if I really do like it, see if I do enjoy these kind of films and then maybe explore the, and go into other ones as well. I, I can assure you I that all I'll... Asian cinema is of this quality, so you don't need to carry on watching it. <laughs> it's, all, it's all terrible, Jason. So Don't believe what okay. people have told you, that's what I can say. So it's, it's hot okay. garbage. But after watching it, yeah, the the film, as the guys mentioned, do it does have its problems in all the areas that Rich and Stephen, maybe Chris in his ways, um, has, has said, you know, like with all the homophobia and the sexualization of women and everything else it just put a dampener on the film it really did really like just didn't really enjoy those scenes that much and everything uh, i don't know like there were there were points that i enjoyed it and it's a shame that they couldn't i don't know like it's a shame there's there's like a good film trying to get out of a bad film i think and they just couldn't manage to get the good film out completely unfortunately but like i say not that it's not got some good points to the film but mostly it's just quite bad unfortunately i have to ask because i know sometimes this is common with uh foreign language films you get different subtitles different you know translations little variations here and there and some bits of dialogue but 
in this film, I forget what scene it was now, but I think it was Jackie Chan's character. There was one scene he said something to someone and he said the words, I hope you get AIDS. I don't know if that was yes. in your version. And I was like, cool. Yep. yep. Yeah. Say, say what now? What? He said, yep. Jackie you, Chan yeah. said to another character, I hope you get AIDS. I was like, oh my God. Huh. Was, yeah, yeah. I was like, Did he? And Did everyone he? laughed. So, so. Uh, that oh, was not in laugh. my version. That was so, not in no. my version. Um, awesome. I, I, so I I watched it. I, I started watching it with the in the um, original Cantonese. Uh, I, I assume oh. original Cantonese, but I, I decided that you know reading subtitles when you watch a film, it's it's there is some effort involved, and I decided oh. this film does not deserve my effort to that to that degree. So I watched it in the English dub, oh, and I can tell so you, he does not. Yeah. He does so not. West. Uh, wish aids upon anyone in, in the yeah. english term yeah i i watched a dub because i was watching this wow. last night at like like 12 or 1 a.m i was watching this last night and um i don't remember hearing anything like that yeah, yeah i watched the um go me i i watched the subtitle version so um Fucking it definitely Mark was Komodo i saw that shit. yeah i saw that and i was like ooh. That's not good. I really love the idea of you trying to widen your cultural horizons, Jason, mm-hmm. with Shitty Hunter. <laughs> <I'm right. laughs> yeah, not, so, not watching some, you know, Takashi Miike or anything like that. No, I don't watch Shitty Hunter. No. <laughs> you know, early Luke Besson. Hey, whatever, look, I know, know Jackie just... Chan. I feel safe with the man. I can you know? see why. I can see why yeah. you would choose this film. Like that's not shade on you at all. Like I can absolutely sure. see it. <laughs> yeah. It just it just so happens that when you opened the box, it was full of scorpions, <laughs> and you were not <laughs> yeah. to know. It's like Pandora's I, box, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I do wonder what the actual quality of the actual source material is, because I will say this when I was doing a little bit of extra homework this afternoon. There was actually a French adaptation in 2017, a series for Netflix, which I'm like, yeah. Really? These random boxes I'm ticking. And it looks, I watched the trailer, it looks equally shit, seriously. <laughs> so, huh. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so there you go. Even the French yeah, can nail it. And, yeah, because uh, we we don't have any history with the with the manga itself either, do we? So we can't. No. It's, it's I guess no. it's quite difficult for us to compare on that front as well. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I but uh, like I say, I don't know that that would have helped at all. I, I don't I don't understand what they were trying to do with this film. I mean, it was 1993, right? People didn't know how to how to interpret mangas and comics and video mm. games into films, right? So they did shit like this, I guess. And just it's a just a total misread on what like it's a different True. medium. You should you should make a different thing. But they just made a cartoon in live action and it's yeah, painful. But not very well. But not very well. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean we we we've bashed the film quite a bit recent at the moment, but like shall we talk a little bit about the the good points of the film? Were there any? So uh, I think Jackie Chan, I think his performance was like, how do I say it? I think his performance was really good within the brief. I think he did a fantastic job within the brief. It's just unfortunate that the brief was be an insufferable prick that's (laughs) hard to watch. Mm. But I think within that, I think he did an incredible job. Like Rich was saying earlier, some of his facial expressions and reactions and some of his comedy Mm. acting. I mean, we know Jackie Chan's got chops in that area already mm. and I, I think he did a great job with what he was given so i don't criticize jackie chan at all in this i think i think he i think he did a fine job uh, and, and it, it's totally makes sense that 
he does not like this film and think that it's and thinks that it's bad. But that's got nothing to do with his, you know, with his efforts and all of his stunt work is great as well, as it mm. always is. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And and I really do think that the main thing that sucks about this film is the tone and the sound effects and the soundtrack, because a lot of the stuff, a lot of the stunt work and the action scenes are genuinely good, I think. Like the way some of the shootouts unfold not many of them but there are some bits in there that are inventive and fun and but it's just it's just really hard to sit through because your (laughs) your your senses are just Mm -hmm. being assaulted by all the sound effects and all the comedy Mm -hmm. it's just tough yeah yeah i quite like the the general plot of the film i thought like the actual idea of the film the, the plot itself i thought was quite quite a good idea actually like when I read the synopsis before I watched it, and I thought it sounds like quite that sounds good. It sounds like a good story. But unfortunately, like like we said, the way it was carried out wasn't so successful. But was was there any was there any good points for you, Rich? Well, just firstly, I'm going to say about the plot. To me, this film is actually kind of like a more nonsensical film adaptation of Dynamite Cop for the Dreamcast cruise liner, <laughs> <Yes>. weird terrorists. <laughs> for that. Um, for me, yeah, I say Jackie Chan is definitely a, a plus. I kind of like, I do actually think it was quite adorable, the whole thing about him just wanting to eat something because he's really, really hungry. I thought that was quite endearing. Yeah. I don't know why, yeah. I thought it was quite sweet. Made, made me laugh a little bit. A little bit of a smile on my face. Um, I like the lady who kept falling over because her breasts were too big. That was brilliant comedy. Um, that was fantastic. I did actually like the assistant as well, like, you know, the, the girl who must not seduce. I thought she was actually quite charming. I liked her performance. So she she was strong. She probably was actually my favourite performance in this whole film. She kind of was in and out of the film. She was obviously kind of running around with her cousin, who was also a lecherous creep, like most of the men in this, in this film. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's all about wanting to marry her and, have, you know, and yeah, children creepy. with her and stuff. It's creepy. Like. Yeah. I did actually, because you'd already kind of told me about it, I did actually kind of like the Street Fighter scene, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to own up to it. I like the way they just threw all the theme, the themes in there. Giles' theme, Ken's theme, all of it. I like Dal Seam's arms. It was a better it was a better version of Street Fighter on screen than the... Uh, was it Steven D'Souza film? I can't remember who made that fucking film in the following year. But it was a better version of Street Fighter. You can watch a tiny portion of A Game of Death in this film with Bruce Lee. That's pretty good. You can, yeah. The instructional <laughs> right. video on how to fight tall black men. That was uh, not an issue at all either. <laughs> It's like, now I know how to fight tall black men. This is great. Was Bruce Lee actually, like, was it was it anything from that where he actually shot anything? Or was he already dead at that point? Because they credit him in this. He's credited. No, yeah, no, he was dead. He was dead. Okay, I was going to say that's, shit. That's, that's, yeah. a, that's a pre-existing film that's on. Okay, I was going to yeah, yeah, was... check because there was, there was a bit in uh, um, that classic film, Birdemic, Shock and Terror, where... Uh, there's a brief moment where you see a, a scene from the birds on a TV screen, and they actually credit Tippi Hedren, Tippi Hedren in the film. <laughs> there's a clip of Al- Alfred Hitchcock as the bird. Yeah. Birds. Brandon Lee was probably already dead by the time this film even came out, and that was Bruce's son, wasn't it? So yeah, I, that, that scene was quite entertaining. I thought it was okay. It was, it was one of the highlights. I felt like, I felt like once it... I don't know. It, it kind of peaked and troughed me. Like, the opening, I was already like, this is going to be fucking bad and then we got to the cruise ship and i was like okay whatever now i liked the bit in the cinema i thought that was okay then it kind of went off the rails again and then the final fight was 
solid. So it was a bit of a roller coaster, I think. That's all the all the positives I can really think of, um, other than the end credits. So yeah, I mean, you mentioned the Street Fighter two scene there, and I, th- I think like when we get to our favourite moments, I think that's unanimous. Is is that going to mm. be our all our favourite scene? So we'll maybe it's the that I remember. Guile looked really good. I think they got the likenesses down, except Jackie mm-hmm. Chan as E Honda didn't he didn't look good as E Honda. Every they got the like they got the likenesses down. I, I on the whole though, I thought that the Street Fighter Two scene was fucking embarrassing. I, I really I really hated it. I really didn't like it all. Okay. Um, well I look forward to um hearing though why those why that is uh, when we get it's, to that part. Sure, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My um, thoughts aren't that complicated on it, but sure. <laughs> okay. Um but Chris, I mean was there any good points for you, mate, watching this film? Yes. Like you guys have pointed out, I mean we're not we're not seeing Jackie go full Jackie Chan in this film, which was a bit of a shame because I was expecting some real complex stunt work and fight choreography. Yes, we did have that, but not to the extent of say Police Story or Rush Hour. This was kind of like playing it not playing it safe, but it was very what's the word I'm looking for? Like an equilibrium of that. It wasn't as full on as it could be, but the stuff that you saw Jackie do and the and again the people that they had on set doing this stuff with him was phenomenally choreographed and performed. And I'd love to see some outtakes to see how long it took to do certain shots. The cinema is a standout. Again, the street fighter scene I'm a bit mixed on, like with Steve. I'm like, was it good? Yes. Was it bad? Yes. <laughs> um, but again, Jackie Chan's performance is solid as are the two female leads. And it does just go to that Batman and Robin etiquette of we were in a cartoon and understand that you guys are in a cartoon and have fun. And like we said earlier, there's probably a, a really fun movie in this. But just the execution is just all over the place. Yeah, like, like Rich said, the plot point of him being hungry, just wanting something to eat through the whole film. Which leads me into one of those things that you can read into negatively when he's hallucinating and seeing. And you can... It's dressed up in the script and the film as the guy's hungry and he stands there and hallucinates burgers and fried chicken. And if you look at it from a subtext point of view, that's really suggestive and a little bit misogynist rapey. I I wasn't uncomfortable. I was more along the lines of, whoa, uh... <laughs> Hang on a minute. <laughs> so I thought I thought it was the film's like cutting. It was a cutting social commentary on the uh, the objectification of women and yes. toxic masculinity. Yeah. I think it was a uh, trying to address those points, uh-huh. and it was just asking us as a viewer to you know look at that and think you know how can we yeah. be better. So. <laughs> but yeah, there, there were some solid bits, the ending fight and just that kind of stuff. But like like Steve Eloquently said earlier, if you mute the film. It's quite entertaining <laughs> from a from a visual and choreography point of view, but and also the inconsistencies with camera shots. I don't know if anyone else picked up on all of that. It's almost as if each scene was filmed on a different camera setup. Yeah, yeah, and I saw that as well. Yeah, I was just like, obviously, you got location shots outside, natural light, and inside shots and studio shots. They're going to be inherently different anyway. So it's 40,000, basically. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> it was so jarringly different. <laughs> yeah, it was so jarringly different that I was like, oh, we're in a studio now. Everything's pristine. Oh, no, exterior. And then, oh, no, inter-. it's like, 
Well, was... sometimes um, different shots in the same exterior scene were shot yes. on different cameras. Yeah, like the the shot where one of one of the characters is walking along the ship, like rigging, and the bad guy is messing around with the rigging. Every time the shot was looking up at her from his POV, oh, yeah. it was like extremely yep. grainy, low resolution mm-hmm. yeah. shot. It's it like fishbowl. It's like almost like a lens around it. It was like a fishbowl kind of thing going on. It was weird. Like like when you like when you know in a in a film that you're gonna have a special effects shot when it goes from crystal clear HD to slightly yeah. grainy matte shot. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you, it, had that, you had that in the Street Fighter scene as well, didn't you? Uh, well, the, on my version, it was like the special effects scenes mm. were a completely lower grade. That's right. Yeah. Than the the rest of the of the shots in in that scene, and I just thought that was a bit weird. Like when they're doing the Hadouken and that kind of stuff, and Guile, Sonic Boom, the 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 quality just dipped terribly. Mm-hmm. It was really grainy and really bad. It was really weird. Yeah, it made the film seem much older than it actually was. Whenever that mm. happened, it gives 90, it a kind 1993, of... you know, there were there were better techniques than that. It yeah, gives it a kind of t- TV movie accidentally released as a motion picture <laughs> thing. Yeah. But, but yeah, it was, there are some yeah some positives. Amongst the negatives in it, yeah, and I guess one of the positive things that we've all kind of said is is the the actual fighting scenes itself, and it took a while to come. Like I was waiting for them to to, to kick in properly, and I think it was like after forty five, fifty minutes before we got our first like proper yeah um, fighting scene. But when when they did come, uh, I really enjoyed them. Actually, I thought they were the highlight of the film, really. Like, like we said, very well choreographed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what really? the fuck Almost. was that? Into the new Yeah. There's going to be lots of new world, worlds. Worlds? Jesus Christ. <laughs> there's going to be lots of new words coming out of this podcast, I think. But, um, yeah, I think they were all well put together uh, fighting scenes. And, you know, by, by the end battle, was there any, any that you you really liked or was it just a general likeness of them all i mean it's funny steve pointed out the really weird camera work in this particular scene but i did actually like that little like chase fight scene on on the deck of the ship with the the mast and the girl and all the flags coming down and she was like it was like despite the weird camera techniques now jarring it was i really liked the choreography see i even i can't say now choreography of that scene. <laughs> i thought it was actually quite really well put together um yeah, yeah. camera work aside it was like, yeah, great from the performance perspective. I thought it was actually quite quite exciting little scene. So I will give it that. I think that's probably my standout as far as action goes, definitely. The the character who has her guns on I mean, look, the objectification <laughs> yeah, of her aside. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. She's scene. got the guns in holsters <laughs> on her thighs and Jackie Chan is like spinning her around and pulling the trigger on those guns to mm-hmm. shoot the bad guys. That was fun. Again, if you can look past the uh, you know weird grossness of it, yeah, I think a lot of the fighting is was very 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 imaginative and well choreographed. Like the 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 issue the issue is definitely like the Looney Tune sound effects. Like you watch that yeah. final fight on mute and it's great, and then you unmute it and it's like boing boom. <laughs> Honka, honka. And you're like, what the fuck did they do that for? <laughs> City Hunter. It's like, oh God. City Hunter. Yeah, weird. <laughs> I was really liking the cinema fight up until two moments 
it was really well done. The gunplay using, you know, stealthy techniques and it was enjoyable until the moment that Jackie Chan is face to face with that dude's junk. And I was like, what is going on here? And then the guy just thrusts forwards and launches him over the seat in front. And I was just like, what? <laughs> it just, it felt really weird to me. And then you've got the Naka shot scene where he's pulling Jackie over all those seats. I, love, I, I won't lie, I did love that. And I thought that was I, I laughed, <laughs> don't get me wrong, but I was just like, a nut shot is fine. But when you got like 20 of them in a row with sound to, sound effects, it was just, it took me out of it a little bit. But it, I like the cinema scene juxtaposed with the Bruce Lee film on the screen in the background. And obviously you've got the, the final fight, which is good in itself. But it's just, like Steve said, it's, it's the Looney Tunes sound effects that just completely ruin the effect. I'm sure there's an edit somewhere where someone's taken that out and re-edited the music, which seems to have been done by some student on a keyboard. But there's got to be some edit out there where someone's taken all of that out. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I quite enjoyed all of them, to be honest. I think they were all very well very well done. And it, it kind of gave me the feeling of, of, of wanting to see more, I guess, of, on, of that side of, of martial art films. So, you know, mm. it's uh, definitely, a, definitely a genre to, to try and explore more so from what I saw just from the fighting scenes of this film. So yeah, I will uh, definitely give it give it credit for that. Do you know like when when people say like, "Oh, you know, how did you get into this?" or you know, "How how did you come to learn about that?" or "How did you go to go down this road to to get into these things?" and like, you know, my 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 one on martial arts films going to be sick that. It's going to be nice, right? Hey, lady. We've talked long enough about film and some of its points, but we should have a chat about the cast briefly. I don't think we'll spend too much longer on it, actually. I mean, we've already talked about Jackie Chan quite in depth, I guess, on his performance of the film. I think we we see why he doesn't like the film, but he did the best that he probably could from the material that he was given. And, like, the, the fighting... You could see... You can see Jackie Chan fingerprints all over the the fighting moves some of the ideas that he probably came up with to try and get into those to make it more interesting they're definitely Jackie Chan fighting scenes are they? Um, here's me talking as a novice I would say so yes you can definitely yeah. recognise uh, his craft in that for sure Yeah, and it, yeah you're right his fingerprints were all over it not unlike his fingerprints were all over that lady's ass. <laughs> yeah <laughs> which he poked with his fingerprint machine yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Also, sorry. Right <laughs> tangent. Why was no the bad fun. guy using RoboCop's gun? Do, do, <laughs> I did not know that. Do you know what? I sat there and I thought to myself, I know that gun from somewhere. I recognise the shape up. of it, and I was like, straight up, that is RoboCop's gun. Yeah, they heavily modified that gun for RoboCop. The same shape and everything. They've just souped it up. For, 
And I was sitting there last night, Steve, trying to work out where I'd seen yeah. it, and you've just answered my question. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is that a real... So the gun I, in I, Robocop, is that a real gun, or did they make that gun for Ro- Ro- Robocop? I'm pretty sure they must have souped up an existing firearm, because this film being produced where it was... If they had rented a bespoke prop from America, would have been super weird and expensive for a, such a low budget film. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I've just sorry. I've just googled. Owing to its fame, the Auto Nine has appeared in many other forms of media. The Auto Nine appears in the 1993 movie City Hunter, starring ah. Jackie Chan. There you go. Damn. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. Weird. Very weird. But I guess another plus for the film. <laughs> I yeah. did like the scene though where we were... uh, Jackie Chan was staring at her nine's tits though. That was just a bit too much. So. <laughs> okay, uh, well, so we're all in the opinion that Jackie Chan did the best he can and he came out with some kind of credibility, mostly at, uh, from the film. We're also in the film playing Colonel McDonald. How do we feel he pulled off the American bad guy of, of the I film? I always have this weird uncanny valley thing with like, westerners in these asian films yeah it always is like something's not quite right it's like i don't know if it's because maybe they're acting in english and being dubbed and then the voiceovers are really really over the top or it's just someone's trying to write english dialogue and it just always feels really weird but yeah he was what i expected i've seen enough western performances in films from the east and it always hits me weird even these you know good films (laughs) it's always off yeah. So I guess he was well, fine. They're also they're being directed by somebody you know who's also not English, right? So mm. they'll be giving directing cues that are maybe slightly off. But I, yeah, I agree. I kind of love it. I think it's I think it's a real like it's kind of a rare curio to see a westerner acting in a foreign film. Uh, oh yeah, I kind of enjoy it every time it happens. I think it's I think it's interesting. But I don't so, I don't um, have any strong feelings on this particular uh, case. I, it was. All right, it was. Oh, um, well, it was, yeah, it was bad. I guess it was bad. I don't know. This film had any characters? There just were people in it. I, just, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was just people that <laughs> said words. Yeah, <laughs> and we've but, gone both of that. It's jarring and charming all at the same time. Also, it's like it's like we don't question, say, Asian actors in our films. But as soon as you, mm. like Rich said, is as soon as you see one of our actors or American actors in a predominantly Asian production. So that's super odd. But also by doing that, it appeals to both markets because obviously they're going, oh, so-and-so's in that. And then you've got, I don't know, it's a bit weird and charming and all of the above, that one. As a, as a novice, uh, we briefly mentioned about the dubbing. I assume the American actors just speak American in the filming and then they dub over it. Is that the process? I think so because it's kind of weird. I think they must act in... English and then for the dub obviously domestically they dub it obviously in Cantonese but then obviously when it comes over here they don't have the original dialogue so they just dub it again in English with some really cheesy actor and the words aren't quite right, right. so it just comes yeah. off like doubly weird and fucked up so uh, that's all I can that's what I assume I might be wrong but when when watching the dub I noticed sometimes that the lips were <clears throat> saying the words that the dub were saying right yeah. But I also noticed times when it deviated massively, mm. and I feel like sometimes those Western actors are speaking in Cantonese when they're interacting with other Cantonese ac- ac- actors. But I, I, yeah, I just don't know. But it was the whole thing was definitely dubbed. Like they didn't drop the dub for the English speaking ac- mm. actors. I mean, I I quite liked 
McDonald's scene in the in the in the theater where he's sitting down and playing the card games and like you know if you lose you're gonna die kind of <laughs> scene. It just automatically made me think of Squid Game, and um, I thought I don't know I thought that was quite an interesting plot device. Did 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 you notice as well? Like this film wasn't really gory or anything, but the shooting, no. the shoot like people people being shot wasn't cartoony like that was kind of like realistic yeah it really it was kind of jarring how when someone gets shot it's quite realistic but it's in this cartoon film and it it did sort of it did lend that scene an air of you know it was a bit sinister because when they did get shot it wasn't a cartoon suddenly they were just yeah squibs went ultimately, off and they got <laughs> shot but ultimately this film is like too violent for children and too dumb for adults so it kind of just lost basically <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and it also allowed the introduction of the guy who can kill people with cards by throwing them. Yes. Yeah, we'll it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wanted to touch upon that. I haven't got the actor's name in front of me, but he, I mean, what did you think? I mean, yeah, again, from a novice's point of view, in some ways, like flipping cards, well, not flipping, but like flicking cards at your at your enemy and like killing them with the cards. I don't know. In, in some ways in my head, I, I quite like that. I thought that was quite cool. But then I don't know if it's not cool. I don't know what I don't know where where I'm sitting with it. I mean, am I? Well, what was it with that character and and his like weapons that he used? If what do you, you think? It, was they cool? If you think it's cool, Jason, then you think it's cool, and that's okay. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's. I I think it was. I I think what Chris was saying earlier is 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 true. If somebody could make an edit of this film where they where they strip out like the Looney Tunes stuff. I think this is probably a pretty good film. Yeah. And I likes the card throwing stuff. It's just kind of hard. Like I noticed one guy took a card to the head and it like cut through the peak of his cap, which is a cool detail. Mm. Uh, but it's just all of this stuff, like the cool card throwing stuff is just kind of obfuscated by all of the trash. It's just suffocated by the trash that surrounds it. I also thought the card throwing guy was kind of cool. Good. I'm glad I wasn't the only one. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the American guy in the film, Donald's henchman. Who, yeah, that, who was, had, uh, that was famed uh, martial art actor Gary Daniels. So that was nice one, to see. Yeah. I recognise him. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he was ripped. I mean, Jesus mm-hmm. yeah. Christ. He was in a, The Expendables, the first one. That's mm-hmm. what I know him from. Mm-hmm. And he also played Brian Fury in uh, the live-action Tekken movie as well. So there you go. Huh. Been around then. <laughs> but he did what he needed to do, I guess, in in the film. I don't really, I don't really know what I can say about his performance. But apart from that, he 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 fulfilled his contractual obligations. I think. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, what what else does a performer <laughs> want somebody to say about their performance other than he fulfilled his contractual <laughs> obligations? You were paid. Yeah. yeah, you were paid for your body. And your martial arts skills, and that was all that was needed. Thank you very much. <laughs> I meant to write down the the two. Well, there was three main female kind of characters in the film, wasn't there? Uh, we had the assistant to City Hunter, and then we had the the, the kind of undercover cop lady, and then yeah. we had the actual the the girl that was that City Hunter was looking for. And I think all three three female leads did a good job. Well, no, there was like the two undercover ones, yeah. weren't there? Because there was the mm-hmm. one, there was the one that was, I thought was quite pretty and very nice. Oh, yeah. But there's one that always fell over because yeah. her boobs were too big, and that was fantastic. <laughs> so, um, I laughed both times that happened. 
yeah, I mean, I like I like the girl that he see Hunter was looking for. I think she was pretty cool. She was all right, but I I did I was quite partial to the uh, the assistant. I thought she was actually quite charming. Some of her little yeah. facial expressions and the fact she was very much a downtrodden character as well. I kind of rooted for her because she's always been called mm-hmm. a fat granny and uh, was just being completely oh God, like. Yeah shredded by him in front of other lovely pretty women um so yeah i had to kind of root for her because yeah i don't know what she saw in city hunter personally i think he's a bit of a jerk um she can do better so yeah oh for sure she she gets her revenge at the end which is quite cool she does with a giant hammer yeah in a a film (laughs) that is pretty misogynistic and objectifying of women the assistant character is is a bit of a standout because she kind of like it's, it's like she's the only character in the film who can see that like she can see how shitty this film is in terms of women <laughs> and she's like fuck that like don't treat me like that yeah she is she's she was good anything else you want to say about the cast before we move on i um, hated i hated the two guys that were in the arcade oh god yeah oh the pop, the pop stars oh. pop singers yeah. Yeah, sorry, they were the same characters that did the performance, right? Like on the on the cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I actually looked on the um, IMDb. The characters' names are DJ Soft and DJ Hard. So, oh dear God, take from that. Well, they should both be called DJ Shit. (laughs) Just that. (laughs) There you go. That's my contribution. Yeah, the whole scene where they they did the whole pop song thing was just shit. It was awful. It was really bad. Yeah. Yeah, I did not enjoy that part if at it, all. I, if I, I wasn't watching, off. if I wasn't watching the film for this podcast, I think that was that would have been the point where I would have bailed. I think I would have turned the yeah. film off. Yeah. Really, would have been that far. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> move on to our next section that's our favorite moments of the film i think from where our discussion so far there's definitely room for this uh, segment in, in the podcast i think we we would all have a, a favorite moment so i'll go around and we can all reveal our favorite moments but we'll start with steve there is a scene where bombs go off and jackie chan is running down a corridor as the bombs go off behind him mm. and then he jumps over a, a railing to get away from the explosion behind him. It's a genuinely good shot. Jackie Chan does all his own stunts. It genuinely looks dangerous. I'm sure it was pretty safe, right? But it looked pretty dangerous. It looked pretty cool. And I thought that was a that was a genuinely good shot. So that's my favourite part. Look, anything with explosions in, it's always gotta be a winner, right? <laughs> Honestly, I would probably say the street fight scene. It it it's hot garbage. It's really, really trashy, but I think that's probably the most engaged and the most enjoyment I actually derived from this film. I felt like, oh, yeah, I'm actually watching it instead of looking at my phone. <laughs> so I was like, because it was just so <laughs> yeah, absurd and messed up yeah. and just random and weird. It kind of reminded me of that whole scene in Crank 2 when there's like the Godzilla fight when like a massive Jason Statham and uh, the other guy he's fighting and they're just like fighting next to the like tiny little miniature electricity pylons. It just felt completely out of place. And it was just kind of tacked onto the film for laughs. So I, I honestly like that. I just thought, you know what? It's the most engaged I've been this whole like 90 minutes. So yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Street Fighter. So a bit unoriginal, but yeah, that's what I like the most. 
no, no, you're you're right. It's it's my favourite part too. Um, <laughs> there you go. Sorry, Steve. But um, <laughs> well, I mean, let's get into it, right? Like, oh, no, let, what, let's let's do it. I mean, what happened? Right? He he crashed through an arcade machine <laughs> and then was electrocuted <laughs> yeah. by it. And then somehow, what, he was, like, transported in his mind into Uh, Street Fighter? Oh, yeah. I mean, the whole, like, way in which it happened was terrible. Like, there was no thought into it at all. It was like, I think, like, to get Street Fighter into this film at this point must have been a massive coup for the filmmakers. Like, you think 92, 93, Street Fighter 2 is probably one of the biggest video game franchises out there at that time. So for them so somehow to be able to get approval from Capcom yeah. to feature their street this big massive video game in their film, they must have gone, how the hell are we going to make this work to get this into the film? And I guess the only way they thought was the way in which it happened. And I guess they didn't have the greatest budget either. So it was like... Fuck it, let's just chuck him into an arcade machine and then that's it. That's how it happens, kind of thing. I don't know if I was anyone thought maybe Jackie Chan's channel was kind of attractive. I don't know, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm with you, Rich. I'm with you, I must admit, yeah. with the whole Street Fighter scene, like, it's cliche, but <laughs> from a sheer costuming point of view, those costumes were stunningly made. Yeah. They were. Not even ironic, I, Ken was legitimately really good versus the yeah. weapons dealer yeah. we got from. The 94 film. But yeah. I was sitting there watching it last night thinking to myself, if it's that lower budget, or where did these costumes come from? Did they mm. go to... Did they rent them from a PR company? Or, you know, because, like, you look at the film and they, to see those Street Fighter costumes, they look so high-end costumes well, for the film. They... It just amazed me. I was just like, that's... I give them credit for that. They look amazing. I mean, it, it's a... Like, it's a... I hated it, but it's an important scene for the film, right? And 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 one of the reasons why it's so important is there's a lot of stuff that you could put in the trailer, right? Mm. You see that stuff mm. in the trailer. Like Jason, it got it got you to want to watch the film, right? And yeah. I'm sure mm. that happened when the film came out as well. So yeah. it was probably worth the investment. I'm sure a, a significant portion of the budget went into making those costumes look authentic because they do. And I think Guile in particular, I think, was really well done. Yeah, it, it's it's. <laughs> The production of those costumes is great, for yeah. sure. We we haven't really seen a lot of Street Fighter in films in general, really, have we? We we, we always had the Street Fighter film. The Legend of um, Chun Li. Couple- <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> Christine Crook but from the, Smallville. Uh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> she looks kind of Asian. That'll do. Like, just, <laughs> no, oh, no, Hollywood's <laughs> terrible. It's just like it's not Chinese though, but it's fine. yeah. But I mean, it's it's a weird thing. Like Street Fighter franchise in general is massive in the video game world, but they they were I don't know they never really explored it properly, have they? They never really no. got it right. And so seeing Street Fighter being shown in the way it was, it was just quite fun. And they they got it they got it right in the different characters and the moves they pull off in the game, and the way they looked, and they got the moves right and. I just didn't think they got much wrong in this in the Street Fighter scene, and it it literally was just fun just to see mm. these guys depicting the Street Fighter characters. And I would would have liked that scene to be longer in the film than it was. 
Like, I love Ken's moves, all the Hadoukens and the dragon punches and the bicycle kicks. And I think they're all kind of pulled off really well. And uh, Chung Li, as Rich has mentioned, quite an attractive. <laughs> Chang Chung Li, actually. Um, scaringly. And I mean, it's, it's no, it's no, like, you, know. you know, they. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> and they, 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 they pulled off her more. They managed to do her moves just fine as well. And I really enjoyed the Hadouk and Sonic Boom thing that, that was going on. You know, Hadouk and Sonic Booms, Hadouk and Sonic Boom. It, it was just fun. I just really enjoyed it. It was just probably the best part. Apart from the actual martial arts scenes, this this was probably the best part of the film for, for those reasons. It was just wonderful. I... I uh... I hate it. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, do you know, I think the main issue that I have, like, it's I really hate the filming technique where you speed it up to make something look fast, or if you speed it up for comedy reasons, it really rubs me the wrong way. I, I and that is how they achieved a lot of the shots in that scene is just by speeding it up, and I, I, that along with like everything else in this film where there's weird comedy sound effects, I just, it really rubbed me the wrong way. And yeah, I thought it was painful. Like I, I actually felt myself getting a bit red because I was kind of embarrassed for the film. <laughs> the bit, but I, I, what I did like was after that scene was over, Jackie Chan says something and he says it in kind of an effeminate way. Cause he's still a bit Chun li And then he like shakes mm-hmm. it off, which was a, a fun little moment. So that was the best part of that scene for me. But both because mm-hmm. it ends, but also I liked that little flourish that he did. Chris, have you got? Have you managed to manifest a good favorite part of the film? Uh, I might just have to go for the cinema fight because okay. I it's so unmemorable. I'm not. I haven't retained <laughs> that much other than a few moments that were just pure Jackie Chan, which stayed into my stayed in my head, but. I just not not being cliche, but as much as it's cringy, the Street Fighter thing was handled quite all right. But I think the cinema scene as a set piece just seemed more memorable to me. But yeah, that's I just I'm gonna I just I have to leave it there. I literally just <laughs> and where does she get that hammer, guys? <laughs> don't know we'll get there, but we'll get there it's just like unless let's bring on the hammer on. was the hammer did appear before like you see it's a it's like a mascot costume there's a guy walking around in a mascot costume on the street holding the big hammer I, i'm not really sure that. why but that's where she gets it from the the ham there is a slight foreshadowing of the hammer check mm. check Chekhov's hammer does happen. Chekhov's hammer, yeah. Yes. <laughs> just can't, let's get to the Wiley Coyote ending, shall we? Talking of the ending, we, we might as well chat about that now and get this over with for Chris before he actually breaks down <laughs> I'm, I'm, completely. I'm all right. I just... Um... I just didn't retain any I know, of I this think film. It's just that, I'm sorry. I just do you know, just. <laughs> do you know, I think we've we've done over like 65 podcasts together, and I think this is the first time that I've heard seeing you so broken from a film, or like <laughs> not being able to talk about a film 
properly. I so. just it's just not stayed in there. The Jackie Chan moments, yes, but just no. <laughs> I love Asian cinema. I love martial arts, but this one, no, just no. Sorry. Your body's trying to protect you. It's flushing it out like a poison. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's trying to, you're sweating out the details of this film. So that's why you've forgotten them. Oh, fucking hell. Well, let's talk about the ending. <laughs> you know, it's it's quite predictable ending. I, I thought you know we Donald wants to blow up the ship. He sets lots of bombs. Obviously, they've gone off. Jackie Chan, City Hunter, catches up with him eventually, and they have a big fight. And I think they were all in agreement that the fight was pretty cool. There were some really cool moments in there when he, um, his little poles that he was fighting with kind of like, he loosened them all and they were all like just flying everywhere. I thought that was quite cool. And Jackie Chan, City Hunter, sorry, um, <laughs> had those metal bars that he was protecting uh, himself you, with. You're doing it wrong, Justin. City Hunter! Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Does the old hair. I went. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I just thought that the the end battle was was just pretty pretty cool way to mm. to end McDonald's reign on the boat. And then we've got the Wally Coyote ending, like I mentioned. He falls yeah. down and leaves a man shaped hole in the bulkhead of the ship. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I did like, roll my eyes at that. Yeah, I like. I also liked Jackie Chan. Uh, he's got no weapon, right? So he's just defending himself with his arms while he gets twined with those poles and 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 I liked that it after a little while he could he had to stop pretending that it didn't really hurt yeah and mm. for the rest of the time when he's fighting with no weapons he's like visibly in pain as he blocks the poles with 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 his arms but that's Jackie Chan doing Jackie Chan stuff right that's what he's good at mm. it's that kind of really well done choreographed fighting um, very expressively and really well acted. That was cool. But it's just a shame about all the Looney Tunes sound effects. Yeah. Completely ruined it. <laughs> it was probably the, one of the better parts of this film. Mm. But I'll be honest, I don't actually remember much about it apart from the man's shaped hole. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done myself many favours though. Like basically, as soon as I finished this film, I decided to put on a palate cleanser and I watched uh, John Woo's Hard Boiled. And I was like, <laughs> and. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This film just disappeared entirely. It was, it was gone. Yeah. I forgot everything about it. So, the hard boiled fucking awesome. And we should have probably talked Listen, about that instead because J- it was made like Jason, following year. You should go, like, hard boiled is an actual good introduction to this <laughs> kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. that's so good. It really yeah. is good. It really is good. Practical action scenes. Yeah. Just, oh my God. The, the, explosions, the, the one shot in the hospital with the gunfight through the <sighs> hospital is like, still is. Uh, incredible cinema just incredibly well made yeah cherry on fat it's just amazing um but yeah i watched yeah. that as soon as this ended so i kind of actually forgot everything about this the two films might actually <laughs> merge into one so i might start complimenting city, city hunter i think that was, that was my cherry problem. On fat. I, <laughs> so. I was up till half 2 a.m last night watching this while Jesus. drinking a few drinks and um christ you I bleach? Just, like, you didn't <laughs> 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 I should, in hindsight, I should have been smoking something rather than drinking something to watch this film, because it would have been hel- even more hilarious. Oh, fight! The end fight's all right. It's it's well done, apart from some really weird compositing when she's on the antenna and I don't even remember that bit. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was just some. Oh, I don't know. Just. 
that was the girl who who City Hunter was looking for. Yeah, and she did do some cool gymnastic kind of style moves to try and get away from the bad guy who was trying to get her. It was very uh, uh, the Lost World, to... Jurassic Park. So it was pretty good. <laughs> there we go. You, you were you were cut from the team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey you. Oh no. Uh, I won't lie, when I was watching that, I was actually thinking of Kelly from The Lost World. I was like, <laughs> my mind was elsewhere. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this film. And you're four years apart um, as well, you think about it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Yeah, but that, that what's led to the cartoon whole shape in the deck uh, when the guy fell through. But It just yeah, needed like that. Said, Poof. That's all that yeah, needed. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, the, the um, fight was, was really cool. I really enjoyed it. And there was a really cool choreographed yes nice. moves in that one but obviously we we get off the boat and you know right at the end of the film and you know city hunters in the office returned returned the girl that um, he was uh trying to find in in the office and basically her dad was like offering her to him and like trying to bribe him to like go yeah. out with his daughter and marry her by saying like you know I'll leave my whole business to you and you'll be x amount rich and this that and the other all you got to do is be with my daughter kind of thing I thought this was a bit of a redemption for City Hunter in some ways he was like no I don't I don't want that I don't want that at all and he kind of walked away from it and I thought well respect to you dude you know that's not what I expected from City Hunter and does he not um, does he not say is his reason for turning it down not I can't have one woman. I need yeah, to I don't have to be tied down, yes. committed, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure See, I can go there with you, Jason. And then, he's, mean, then he starts day, daydreaming again. Fine, so. He starts straight daydreaming about cool girls uh, again. Look, I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't perfect, but I mean, you know. No, but no, Jason, you kind of did, so. <laughs> um, but... His assistant was hearing, overhearing everything through the intercom in like, in the next was room. Just playing because the she was sent out, weren't they? Yeah, but it was still like just playing the conversation without any button being pressed. Like, yeah, it's because the film is badly made, Rich. It's because the film is not very good. That's why that happened. So, it's disciplinary for that receptionist. Seriously, it's called a contrivance, Rich. Okay, fair enough. So she gets cross and storms off. City Hunter runs after her to try and explain and she's so pissed off with him that she finds this big massive hammer and whacks him in frustration and that that's pretty much the end of the film really well, wasn't it I think so- we've missed a step in there somewhere she chases after uh, he chases after her convinces her that she is the woman for him and gives her a rose so he um, patches okay. it up yep. But but then immediately <laughs> fucks it up by going after a woman who pulls up in a sports car because he's a womanizing prick. Yeah, but deserved every part of that hammer blow. Definitely was the I perfect ending for. City can Hunter. confirm the hammer is in the French adaptation, so it is canon. It seems to be. Uh, a, oh, okay. it seems to be going through the the wider City Hunter shared universe. So it's you know <laughs> important to know that fact. So yeah, you'd be pleased Hitting to know that it. Yeah. yeah. Keeps an integrity of know the, is... uh, the franchise, you know. So. <laughs> Did he ever get his bowl of noodles? Mm, Not on yeah, screen, but presumably at, at the end of the film, she says, "I just want a bowl of noodles." And I was like, "Oh, the poor <laughs> bastard! He never got his bowl of noodles or fried chicken I like to or think burgers." So. <laughs> he seemed he seemed very fulfilled in the end scene, so he didn't yeah. seem to be that hungry. So I'd like to think he probably did get a very big bowl of noodles or um, a, or a swimming pool full of fried chicken and burgers. 
<laughs> yeah. All soggy. It just uh, always makes me laugh. I think I think that's from Paul Sane with all these like white Western actresses, and I'm like, hey, do you want to be a part of this scene with uh, Jackie Chan in like a public swimming pool, and you're going to be like fawning over him? It's like, how does that even come about? You know, they get like a, yeah. a casting call for extras or whatever, and hey, you're going to jump in his swimsuit, and you're just going to stroke Jackie Chan's hair and bob around a swimming pool for this like random dream sequence that happens twice in this really fucking terrible film so yeah weird and you'll get to be in a movie and maybe you'll get a t-shirt or something the the end credits in jackie chan style you get to see the outtakes of some of his stunts and stuff like that my my girlfriend hannah made a good point at the end where she just said at least it looks like they had fun yeah (laughs) <laughs> that is the most and damning I think, and I think that's valid so <laughs> buried buried and isn't that the point at the end of the day absolutely as long as yeah. you've had fun salaries got yeah. paid families got yeah. fed and it looks like they had fun so ultimately mm. it's fine best film ever made <laughs> but will that factor in your verdict and score of the film no <laughs> which is what we need to do now so at this point of the podcast, we all give our own personal opinions and verdict of the film, and then we we like to give it a score, which the total will go on to our ball from above. And I can probably say quite easily that this will be at the bottom of our board for quite some time. I think you so. never know. You never know. So, Rich, come on, hmm. give us your verdict and your score. Jeez. So yeah, um, again, it has kind of re- reinforces my love-hate relationship with Hong Kong cinema. Bad comedy, underserving, decent films that well could be decent. Um, yeah, it kind of ruined Jackie Chan for me this film, to be honest. And I'm going to give it a rather random low score of a 1.7. Yeah. Nice. Wow, that is low. Yeah. Okay, Steve. I think it's uh, at times incomprehensible. I think the entire thing is barely watchable and it's garbage. Um, (laughs) The worst thing about it is that it suffocates some genuinely creative fight scenes and action scenes, but it's on the It's don't like, don't go watch it for that because it's not worth it. It's, it's bad. And I'm going to give it a 2.5. Okay. Chris. Well, it's, like Rich said, it kind of sullies Jackie Chan's reputation because I've not. <laughs> I we've all grown up with Jackie Chan movies. He's fun. He's charismatic as fuck. He's good at his stuff. Even he couldn't help this <laughs> wrestle its way out of whatever it was in. Other than the Jackie Chan scenes, I'm gonna give it one portion of damp fries out of ten fried chicken pieces. <laughs> <laughs> just one just one point <laughs> and that, that's being generous wow so is this is this okay. better or worse than uh, Top Secret I haven't quite figured out yet so. <laughs> I, I just the, the one point goes solely for Jackie Chan just fair fair yeah but everything else, I'm just being there I just didn't enjoy it I'm <laughs> I, I, I don't have many positive things to say about it right now We've been we've been talking for over an hour at this point, but I think Chris, having just said, I just didn't enjoy it. I think <laughs> covers it beautifully. Okay, well for me, well like we said it, it had its good points and it had its very bad points, and unfortunately the bad points overweighed the good points to a point where yeah, it just made it a bad film, which which is a shame because uh, it's Jackie Chan being in this film, he regrets it 
from what we know. And it must be hard for him to have this on his CV because of all the problems that we've mentioned. I mean, it hasn't made my opinion of Jackie Chan change. I think he's still probably a good man. I just think he made a mistake with this. But, you know, the good points being the Street Fighter scene, all the, all the martial arts points, very well choreographed, and a couple of jokes that landed, but mostly not. I don't really... There's not really much more to say. The All, all the, the sex, sexualization of the women, the, the whole line with the AIDS in it, the, um, you know, the cousin trying to get off with with his cousin and uh, the pop pop duo and uh, just, yeah, it, it was disappointing. I was disappointed. I was looking forward to watching it and I was disappointed. But just on the front of the, the, the fighting scenes and especially the street fight scene, uh, it, it does pump up the score slightly. So I think I'm I'm gonna I think I'm the person who'll probably give it the most out of the ten by giving it. I mean, it's, I mean, whatever I give it, it's <laughs> not even gonna AI break ten. It's, gonna be an it's not even gonna break ten. <laughs> really bad, isn't it? Well, I'm okay yeah, with two two point five. I'll give it a two point five. I guess there you go. Which gives it a grand total of seven point seven. Guys, Ouch. so we need to oh, induct oh. that onto our board from above. Where's it gonna and- be? Ooh. <laughs> And slap City Hunter straight on there with its 7.7 and comfortably sitting right at the bottom of the board. There's no even point in comparing it with the other scores because, yeah, no point. So, yeah, 7.7 from us. But do you agree? Have we missing the point of this film? You know, is there something we missed? Mm, Tell us. Let us know. I mean, uh, have we just looked at it in completely the wrong light? Yeah. Have you got is a it, different it... read on this text that we that mm. we missed? <laughs> exactly. Please let us know or come and tell us off on socials as people like to do. So go and do that, please. I'm really worried about your choice as a film, Jason, I must say. So I'm concerned now. <laughs> For what it's I worth, would... I don't... I... Like the, the 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 beginning of this podcast, uh, Jason, you were saying I think I made a mistake here. I don't think you made a mistake. I think I think it was fun to talk about. So and it's absolutely fine that we watch a bad film. Picking um, picking a Serbian film is like I've made a mistake. You know that like... would be a mistake. Yeah. yeah, exactly. At least I didn't do that. That's all the time we have for this week. Thank you to everyone, as always, for joining us. If you would like to donate to the show, then please visit our coffee page where you can show your support starting from just a single pound. Come and join us in our Discord server to discuss topics we cover on the podcast, films, TV, video games, and much more. Link can be found in the show description or on our website. Speaking of the website, please give it a visit. We have articles, game reviews, our entire back catalogue of episodes and more at thewolfypod.com. My name has been Jason and you've been listening to What's Wrong With Wolfie, a retro podcast to the max. We'll catch you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
What's wrong with Wolfie? You can hear him barking. 